Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. Uh, this morning, Mark and I were reading in Romans chapter 8, and we're both were just arrested by this one verse. Well, there's several things. I mean, Romans 8 yeah. could just camp there for a long time. But in verse 23, Paul says, And we believers also groan, even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory. And here's the phrase, For we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. What a statement. It is just a huge statement. And this whole section of Scripture of Romans chapter 8 is massive. Mm-hmm. And I think especially uh, it, it appeals to me because of the study that we're doing in Revelation right now. Mm-hmm. I know this next weekend I'm going to be talking about the New Jerusalem and what life is going to be like in the eternal state. And so what we read here in Romans chapter 8 is a whole lot about that. It's mm-hmm. very companion to that. Um, it all begins, this, this whole thing, this whole section begins, I think, uh, back around verse 18. And Paul is writing about the world as it is now and what we look forward to as mm-hmm. believers. Mm-hmm. And he makes the point that creation itself groans. Yes. Uh, I talked about that last week. You did, yeah. <laughs> and what he means is the world as we know it, the, the uh, ecosystem, the animal world, the plant world, the, the very planet itself is under the curse of God that goes back to Genesis 3 when Adam and Eve sinned. And he said the whole creation groans waiting for that liberation uh, when the Lord will come back and restore all things. And again, we talked about that last week. But in verse 23, the Bible changes to talk about us. And it says we believers also groan. And that's true because mm-hmm. we live in a very broken world. We live in uh, in, in flawed bodies, uh, we, we live with a sin nature. But the Bible says we have the foretaste of future glory. And mm-hmm. I think that's where the lyric of the song comes from. A foretaste of glory uh, divine. Right, yeah. Yes. But you and I really fell in love with this line this morning where the Bible says we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering and I kind of stopped you you were reading and I said I don't know which one I look forward to Mm. the most Mm. because I I really long to be free from sin Uh, you know sometimes people will look at a chapter like Romans 8 that tells us that we are covered by the love of God no matter Mm -hmm. what we do and they look at that and they say well you know if I believe that then I would sin all I want to well the truth be told I, I sin way more than I want to because I don't want to sin at all But we're looking forward to the time when we no longer have to deal with the sin nature. Paul has been talking about the battle between the old nature and the new nature back in chapter 6 and 7 before we get to chapter 8. So it's going to be wonderful to be released from sin. And then, of course, you know, Mm. every morning we get messages from Mm. New Spring from those who watch us on television and going through all kinds of things. So many people are suffering. And so, yeah, we do groan. But mm-hmm. and we have a foretaste, you know. Mm-hmm. I think about worship services at New Spring, like this last weekend, where we just feel mm-hmm. like we're in the presence mm-hmm. of God. Yes, that's a foretaste. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> we're not home yet, but that's about as close as we're going to get. And I think we, and not just, I'm not talking just about church experiences. We all know what it's like to have moments in prayer where we feel like mm-hmm. God is very close, mm-hmm. or, or we have answered prayers in which. I always say that a miracle is the answer to the prayer that we pray in the Lord's Prayer. Your will be done on earth as it is in yes, heaven. Yes. You know, a miracle is just heaven kissing earth. It is mm. what, ha- you know, in heaven there is no sickness, there are no sorrows. Mm. So when God answers our prayer and does a miracle, we're just seeing a foretaste. But uh, we're looking forward to that. What do you think, Mariels? Oh, it's just so much to think about. I, 
I love the word released because the fact that we're going to be re released from sin and suffering makes me think that it's holding us right now. Mm -hmm. It's holding on to us. We're going to be released. We're going to be, God is going to deliver us from the grip of this sin and suffering that we endure on this side of eternity. And I'm looking forward to that time. And, you know, as we pray for so many people that we know just in, in our uh, community that are suffering mm -hmm. and, uh, and so many, many more all over the world, I can't even imagine. Um, but all of those will be released from the, the pain of sin. Sin brings pain, yes, but also does. from the suffering that comes in this uh, earthly body that we're living in. So, Well, I do love that, that statement where the Bible tells us that we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. But I go down to the next statement, and mm -hmm. it's pretty powerful, too. It says, we eagerly hope for the day when God will give us our full, full rights right. as that. his adopted children, including the new bodies Ooh, that God yes. has given us. You know, Mary Alice, we, we watch a very unfair world where a lot of people, let's just take as American citizens, are deprived of the rights that they should have. And I think as God's people in this broken, sin-cursed world, we feel like we don't always have the rights that we should have. But the Bible tells us that those rights have been earned by Christ. Through Christ, mm -hmm. we have full mm -hmm. citizenship. We have full adoption into God's family. And in heaven, we're going to have our full rights as adopted children, including mm -hmm. the new bodies. Well, and I think where that section ends is talking about, we talked about the, that this morning, we must wait patiently and confidently. You know, one thing we don't like to do in this world right now is wait. That's right. We are so used to instant right now, give it to me right now. If we have to wait for anything more than a few seconds, it's there's something wrong. But we do have to, we're looking forward to something that we have to wait for, but it's worth waiting for. That's right. Well, this is just a wonderful text. I don't know I've said this on Noah's window probably several times, but if someone said to me, you can only preach from one chapter in the Bible for the rest of your ministry, I wouldn't have to think for 10 mm. seconds. I would Romans say, give me Romans 8. 8. That's right. Because this is, I believe, the mountain peak. It is the top of the Bible. It's just a great chapter. It's almost like the whole Bible is summed up in mm. one chapter. Mm. And so I hope if you haven't already that you'll grab your Bible and read all of Romans chapter 8. And honestly, this would be another passage if not the whole chapter, that's worth committing to memory. Right. Just so much that's rich there that's going to minister to your heart and mind and life as we're going through our day-to-day -day Christian living. Yeah, several times I've thought about doing a series and just calling it eight. There you go. <laughs> with, this, with this whole chapter because there's so many things. It begins with, verse 1, there's no condemnation in Jesus mm. Christ, and then it ends with nothing can separate us from the love oh. of God. So it just begins and ends with and no everything in between is wonderful. And the love of God, yes. yeah, it's just <laughs> really and it's got Romans eight twenty eight in That's the middle. Right. You know, yeah. all things work together. Maria, let's lead us in prayer. Yeah, let's have prayer. Father, we're so thankful that you have given us this scripture that we can be comforted with, Lord Father, as we look to the future and know that you are promised. You have promised us a freedom from sin and suffering, and we look so forward to that. And Father, for those that are suffering right now, I just pray for your mercy, for your healing. I just pray that you reach down and touch those as you have so many times before. Raise them up, ease their suffering, heal their bodies. And Father, for those that are in the grip of sin, I pray that you deliver them. Get the evil one, release them from the grip of the evil one and the sin that he's brought in their life. And I just pray that you would deliver all those. I know there's so many watching and listening today who have loved ones that are in the grip of Satan. And I just pray that you would release them from that grip of sin. And I just pray that you continue to pursue them 
as only you can, that your Holy Spirit would work in their hearts and lives, that you would work in circumstances and relationships to draw them to yourself. And I just pray for each and every one that's watching and listening, whatever their needs are today, Father, you know, and I just pray that you'd meet them where they are, draw them into your presence, let them feel and know your love, and take care of them, Father, as we trust you to watch over us each and every day. We're going to be careful to give you the glory and the honor, and we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.